0: You cannot hold massive levels of bliss and love and ecstasy and alignment and joy and orgasmic bliss without being able to hold massive amounts of pain and suffering and heartbreak and anger and rage and sadness and loneliness and doubt and worry. Welcome to the Heaven on Earth podcast. I am your host, Sophia Dal Porto, an ocean medicine woman, a spiritual mentor and guide for women around the world, a priestess, a mystic. The mission of the Heaven on Earth podcast is to do just that, is to create conscious conversations that allow for you to remember who you are and embody the frequency of Heaven on Earth. With conversations ranging from plant medicine to my journey to the darkness to embodiment to quite literally anything and everything, we really do cover it all. I am so grateful that you're here and I'll see you on the other side of this episode. Welcome back to another episode of Heaven on Earth today's conversation might trigger you a little bit because what we're going to be dropping into, and I'm sure you can tell by the title of this episode, is the idea and the behavior of numbing. And numbing can be really triggering for people to talk about because your trigger shows you that it is still something that you actively do. And When I talk about numbing, numbing to me and my definition is choosing something, choosing to reach for something externally to dim down and stuff down the emotion that is present within you now. Numbing can look like all different types of things. Numbing can look like alcohol. Numbing can look like drugs. You can reach to food to numb. You can meditate to numb. You can dive so deep into meditation that you escape your body. Um, You can use sex, you can use dating apps, TV, social media, TikTok, anything that takes you out of your body to avoid feeling whatever feeling is present in your body in this moment is numbing. And before we get further into this conversation, I want to share with you my story with numbing because numbing is a very big part of my past. Numbing was a very alive, present, real part of my story. From as long as I can remember, I relied on food to be my comfort. For as long as I can remember, I relied on food to be my safety and i can actually link that back to my birth story because when i was born my mom had mastitis which means that the the milk duct gets clogged and when the milk duct got clogged clogs i couldn't receive food in the in the way that you know is normal in all the time right it was it was Clogged. it was stuck. And so when I finally received breast milk again, it was this sense of safety and it was this sense of, okay, comfort, everything is okay again. And so from my birth, I was imprinted with this idea that food equals safety, food equals comfort, food equals security. And so as I grew up in my life, in the beginning, I wasn't conscious of it, but being fully aware now that since I can remember food has always been my comfort food has been my numbing of choice I remember when I would get bullied in middle school after school I would come home and have a big snack but I would really just eat to numb because I didn't want to talk about what happened at school same thing in high school and that's really when my eating disorder started to happen And rather than food, I developed an eating disorder, and so I started to use exercise to numb, and I would just over-exercise and move and move and move and move to avoid whatever was present in my body. I would start to use alcohol, I started to drink, I started to smoke weed, and I would just start to numb in all of these other avenues, and then come college, right? the food numbing addiction became so fucking real and I developed binge eating disorder and I suffered from binge eating disorder for years, years and years of my life and I would date random men to numb, I would go drink alcohol, I would go do all the things, I would go do drugs, I would, I would do whatever I could to avoid being in my body because what was in my body felt so unsafe. And that's the essence of numbing. The reason that we numb in our bodies is because we do not feel safe enough to feel the feelings that are alive. We feel deep shame around the feelings that are present. And most often than not, it's rooted in this idea of safety. Because if I don't feel safe in my body, how the hell am I going to let anger move through me? How the hell am I going to allow for my, my heart to crack open and feel deep grief and deep sadness? That's not an option. So what do you do? You reach for the bottle. You reach for the cheeseburger. You message your ex. You go on Hinge. You take a shot at the bar. You do a bump of Coke. This is getting really real. Real. And I'm choosing to show up really real in this podcast because numbing is a global epidemic. It is so rare to meet humans that are able to hold all of their emotions without needing to seek anything external. And I only speak on what I know. I only speak on my own lived experience. And this was my lived experience for years. And to be completely honest, this past week, I have been moving through some of the deepest emotion I've felt in a very long time. I have been moving through one of the biggest initiations the universe has ever walked me through. I have been moving through emotions that in my past I never thought I would be able to process. And in the beginning, I found myself trying to numb And I found myself reaching to sugar and I was like, Sophia, we're going to check ourselves here. This behavior is not aligned with our highest self. This behavior is not aligned with our soul. This behavior is not aligned with our priestess self. And I was able to shift out of that very quickly and really allow for myself to process the emotions that were coming up and deeply hold myself. And. That was such a moment of, oh, fuck, the work that I do works because this is now my reaction. This is now my response. But I share this with you so openly and I share my story and my embodied wisdom with you so openly because I numbed my life for years. For more years than I can count, I numbed. I didn't want to feel the sadness. I didn't want to feel the loneliness. I didn't want to feel the worry. I didn't want to feel the fear. I didn't want to fear the doubt. I didn't want to feel the anger. I didn't want to feel the deep sadness. I didn't want to feel the heartbreak. And so I numbed. But the thing about numbing is that when we numb ourselves from feeling the quote-unquote lower emotions, more sticky emotions, we are also numbing ourselves from... Feeling the quote unquote higher emotions, the lighter emotions. You cannot hold massive levels of bliss and love and ecstasy and alignment and joy and orgasmic bliss without being able to hold massive amounts of pain and suffering and heartbreak and anger and rage and sadness and loneliness and doubt and worry. As above, so below. And I always, anytime I work with a new client, I always like to drop into this, well, what what has happened or what is alive in you that you are not allowing yourself to feel? And this is where deep embodiment work comes in because more often than not, if you're listening to this and you're wondering, well, why aren't I manifesting anything in my life? It's because you're numbing. It's because you're not allowing for yourself to feel the emotion that is alive in you, whether that's from... Fear of safety or whether you feel shame for the emotion. You not allowing for yourself to feel it means that you are holding resistance to feeling it means that you're going to attract more of it and you're actually going to push what you desire away. It's one of the biggest misconceptions in the spiritual space that you have to be high vibe all the time and light and love and this and that and joy and ecstasy and bliss. And you're never allowed to feel lower vibe emotions. And to be honest, I see this all the time in the spiritual space online. I see leaders only sharing their light and their joy and their bliss and their wins and this and that. And I very rarely see leaders sharing When they're moving through emotion, when they're moving through initiation, when they're moving through grief or anger or rage, I very rarely see that because there's this stigma and this notion that feeling these quote-unquote more sticky, lower vibe emotions is bad. It means you're not at a high frequency, but guess what? Your frequency is not dictated on the emotion you feel. Your frequency is dictated on who you be, on the alignment that you carry within. The emotion that you feel does not dictate your frequency. Your power to alchemize and transmute and shift this emotion through your body allows for you to maintain a frequency, whether you are feeling the highest magic you've ever felt in your life or whether you are moving through the deepest heartbreak you've ever felt in your life. That frequency of heaven on earth still reigns true within regardless of the emotion that you are feeling so long as you allow for yourself to feel the emotion. If you don't allow for yourself to feel the emotion, emotion, energy in motion, it is meant to move through your body. It is meant to be transmuted. It is meant to be alchemized. And so when you don't allow for yourself to move that emotion and to feel that emotion through numbing, through stuffing it down, through escaping, through avoiding it, that energy gets blocked. And when that energy gets blocked, it's like a kink in your energy field, a kink in your DNA, a kink in your magnetism. And of course, you're not going to be manifesting. Of course, your frequency isn't going to be aligned to that which you desire because you are not, (laughs) you're not aligned. You're not letting the emotion move through you. And you might be like, Sophia, you're just saying this, but it's not actually true. I'll give you the perfect example. Last week, I was moving through deep, deep sadness and I was on my hands and knees on the floor with my palms faced up, just sobbing into the blanket beneath me. Absolutely sobbing, letting the grief move through my body, letting the sadness move through my body. And after, after the emotion passed, after the emotion moved and I felt so much lighter energetically and physically, when I came back to my phone, I saw that two women, had booked breakthrough sessions with me, that I had magnetized wealth to me effortlessly while I was sobbing in despair and sadness and grief. A couple days later, I was moving through the same thing. I was sobbing and I was letting this emotion move through me and I checked my phone after and I received a message from um, a very dear sister slash mentor of mine connecting me with hosting retreats and with being a part of retreats. The emotion that you feel doesn't dictate what you magnetize to you. It doesn't dictate what you manifest, but the frequency that you hold does and the frequency that you hold is rooted in your capacity to feel your emotions. When we are numbing, we are quite literally looking at our inner child who is crying for help, who is begging for help, who just wants a hug and who just wants to be seen. And we are looking at that version of ourselves and saying, no, absolutely not. This emotion is not welcome here. I'm not going to give you any love. Can you imagine saying that to a child? If you're listening to this podcast, whether it's right now or whether it's after the episode, I want you to go find a photo of yourself from when you were a child. And if you are somebody that struggles with numbing on a consistent basis, I want you to put that photo, whether it's in person on your altar, make it your phone background, make it somewhere where you can see her or him all the time. And anytime that you are moving through an emotion, you feel an an emotion alive in you, I want you to go to this photo of you and ask, what do you need? What does little Sophia need right now? She needs a hug and she needs to know that she's loved. Okay, I'm going to hug you and I'm going to let you know that I love you. And I'm going to let this emotion that you are feeling be so real and so valid and I'm going to hold you until it moves because on the other side, you're going to be okay. Rather than stuffing your emotion down with food, rather than escaping from the emotion with alcohol, rather than trying to feel something better with sex, Ask the younger version of you that is so deeply hurting what they need right now in this moment and give it to them. Give them the space to feel because at the end of the day, they are the ones that are feeling. My little girl is the one that was feeling when she was sobbing and it is my role and my job to show up for her in the same way that it is your role and your job to show up for you. When we numb, we don't just numb To the harder emotions to process. We numb to the bliss too. We numb to the lighter emotions. And so if you want to be able to hold more, if you want to be able to hold more money, if you want to be able to hold more clients, if you want to be able to hold more love, if you want to be able to hold a higher level of consciousness of relationship, if you want to be able to hold your dream home, hold receiving everything you've ever wanted, you better be able to hold your darkness. You better be able to hold your anger because you will not receive one without the other. If you are able to dive in rather than step out and fully hold all parts of your human, including the emotions that we all try to avoid because of some societal standard that feeling emotions is wrong, you are going to miss out on so much that is waiting for you in your vortex. And so my invitation for you is to start to let yourself feel. And honestly, in the beginning, if you are somebody that has been numbing for your entire life, you might cry every day. When I first stopped numbing, I cried almost every single day because 23 years of emotion that was pent up came out. So When you first let the floodgates open, they might not stop for a while. How can you be okay with that? How can you trust that your body is finally releasing everything that it's meant to? Your body keeps the score. Your body is holding on to every single emotion that you have not let yourself process. Where do you think disease comes from? Where do you think illness comes from? Yes, there are physical aspects to it, but so much is rooted in the emotional body that we don't talk about. Energy is energy in motion. And when you don't let the energy move, it gets stuck, causing dis-ease in the body. When you start to feel your emotions, you will notice your external reality change. You'll notice that you no longer resist it. I used to hold such a resistance to anger because I used to always say, well, I'm not an angry person. I'm not angry. I don't carry anger. And as soon as I started to let myself really feel the anger that was alive in my body, even if I didn't know where it came from, even if I just felt angry, that resistance and that wall that I held around anger stopped. And when that wall dissolved and fell, I no longer attracted experiences into my life that caused me anger because what we resist persists. Yeah, it hurts like hell to be sobbing your eyes out on the floor in deep sadness. But as soon as your soul knows that its release is over, the lightness on the other side is magical. As soon as you prove to yourself in the universe that you can hold yourself in this humanness and in these harder emotions, the universe is going to say, oh, yeah, she's ready to receive more. She can hold more. In the same way, if you're looking for conscious partnership and you are looking for a man that holds all parts of you, guess what? You have to be able to hold all of yourself. You cannot expect somebody to hold all of you if you don't hold all of yourself. So as we move forward, as you start to integrate this episode into your life, just starting to observe the areas where you numb, even if it's as little as you just scrolling in TikTok for 15 minutes before work because the real feeling that's alive is like, dang, I'm feeling like I'm, I'm tired and I don't want to be here. So rather than letting yourself feel that feeling, you just numb and you scroll for 15 minutes doesn't have to be a four-day bender, right? There are little ways in the day in which we are proned and programmed to numb. So maybe that means taking out your journal and being really, really radically honest with yourself around how you are numbing, around the ways in which you are not allowing for yourself to feel the full range of the human experience because we didn't come to earth to only feel the light. We came to earth to be human and to be human is the hardest fucking thing in the world. To be human means you're going to experience death, means you're going to experience heartbreak. It means you're going to experience grief and anger and injustice and things that don't seem fair and you're not going to get it. And some days it's going to be like, what the actual hell am I doing on this planet again? Why am I here for another lifetime? But remember that your soul chose this. Your soul chose to come back here and your soul chose to feel all of the feelings. So feel them. Stop numbing them. And as you stop numbing them, you'll start to see your external reality shift. You will start to see that your life becomes heaven on earth, period. So take some time after this episode or at some point today and really find radical honesty within yourself around where you are numbing. Find a photo of your inner child. Make him or her present phone wallpaper altar space on your fridge whatever that looks like for you and connect with that version of you every time you're feeling emotions that you are you want to run away from and let yourself feel let the emotion move through you and watch as your life changes forever i love you so much heaven on earth is not just found in the light heaven on earth is found in our ability to hold every aspect of our humanness That is the magic. So I hope that you integrate this into your life because if you do, I promise you, your life will change forever. My entire life shifted the moment I allowed for myself to feel my emotions and I've never been so sure and embodied of any other statement in my life. I love you so much. I'll see you next time. And if you feel called, share this episode with somebody that might need the little seed planting, that you know numbs and might need just a little divine guidance to start their own path on this journey. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Heaven on Earth podcast. If you loved this conversation today, if it activated you, if it landed within you, please leave a review. Let me know your thoughts. Share this episode with a friend, with a family member. Share this episode on social media and tag me with your biggest takeaway. If you don't already, follow me over on Instagram at sophia.dalporto and make sure you're following along on the Heaven on Earth podcast Instagram as well. Thank you for being here. I love you. I see you and we'll see you next time.